Hello and welcome back to the Fly Country Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, and today's episode is all about one of my favorite sports, body surfing. Body surfing had gained a lot of popularity about half a century ago, but then fell off the map in terms of popularity. Over the past few years, though, it's made a rebound. Uh, It's a lot more than just getting a boogie board and riding small waves close to shore. Uh, A lot of experienced surfers uh, like to go body surfing. For starters, it's one of the cheapest ways to get into surfing. Uh, A lot of surfboards can cost hundreds, some even over $1,000. But the price of entry for body surfing, you can get started for under $100. The most important piece of equipment you'll need is a pair of fins. This will be to push off into the wave and gain speed as the wave approaches. The fins you need should be 12 to 18 inches long and are mostly rigid. You don't want to use... Uh, scuba diving fins. Uh, these are kind of short and rigid fins. These are also the fins typically used by lifeguards. Uh, there's a lot of companies that make these fins. I personally use uh, some fins made by a company called Defin out of Hawaii. Uh, it's spelled D-A-F-I-N. They make some really nice fins and their designs are pretty cool. So be sure to check them out. The next piece of gear you'll need is a, called a handboard. It's also referred to as a hand plane or a womper. Uh, Handboards are typically made of plastic, foam, or wood, and they have a strap on top of them. This basically gives you direction control while you're in the wave and a little bit of buoyancy too. Typically, beginner handboards are made of foam. It makes it a lot more buoyant. Um, They're also, they have a bigger surface area on the water. It just makes it easier for a beginner to uh, really get their bearings, catch waves, and, and control where you're going on that wave. As you get to the more advanced handboards, they typically get a little smaller and and lighter and less buoyant. Now, aside from being super fun, another thing that makes body surfing great is that you're able to catch waves when the waves aren't ideal. Um, If you're out there uh, with a surfboard trying to surf, sometimes if the waves aren't very good that day or the winds aren't cooperating with you, you really can't catch any waves at all. Um, But with body surfing, you can get out there and pretty much catch waves in almost any conditions. Um, This is one of the advantages uh, to longboards. Uh, Longboards, you can catch small waves, waves that don't have really good form to them. The problem, in my opinion, with uh, longboarding, though, is uh, it's very expensive. Longboards tend to be some of the most expensive surfboards out there. Um, But I also love longboarding. It's just uh, body surfing is way cheaper Now, if you're a beginner and you're wondering if surfing's for you, you're not sure yet, and you don't want to throw a lot of money into a board, a great way to get started is body surfing. Um, Like I said, you can put less than $100 down and you have what you need. Rather than spending hundreds of dollars on a board, maybe to find out you don't like the sport so much, uh, even if you go to a surf shop and rent a board, a lot of times it's $30 to $40 a day to rent a surfboard. So the way I look at it is, for the cost of a two-day rental, you can essentially have all the gear you need and, and it's yours. But bottom line, if you're near the coast, I strongly suggest to give body surfing a try. I guarantee it'll be a great time. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the Fly Country Podcast and follow Fly Country on Twitter and Instagram at, at FlyCountrySC. Take care.